If I didn't care More than words can say If I didn't care Would I feel this way Hello, Internet. What's up? Sup? Welcome back to Fallout in nauseating Technicolor. <laughs> Brought to you by Bakersfield Fudge. That does not seem like it would be the uh, the sponsor of Fallout. Brought to you, brought to you by Country Living. Brought to you by that smell of rust in the air. Brought to you by Nuka Cola. Have a Nuka oh. break. Fair enough. All right. When last we left off, there was a serious ass fight with the Legion, but not a serious ass fight. Uh, you released some Casadors. The century. <laughs> You release some Cazadors. Yeah. And those Cazadors injected a lot of venom into Chris. And then I ended up uh, ripping off Meet the Pyro without realizing I did it. Yes. It was great. It was somewhere yeah, in the back of laughed. my it was somewhere in the back of my conscious mind. It influenced what I did in such yeah. a way that I totally did not realize I was doing it. I I blew up both the villain and myself. Right. All right. So a little bit of time passes as you all recuperate. Chris, give me a medicine check plus three to to, uh, represent the amount of time you've been working on it. Okay. Wait, what is it? Medicine. Oh, okay. Uh, Science. That is an 11. Oh, boy. (laughs) Wow. I have plus five. I rolled a plus three, and then I got another plus three. I did a good... Yeah? All right. So there's something you've been working on for a very long time now. You've been trying to find a cure to a very potent disease. Oh, yes. And you've been doing a lot of research, picking up a lot of books from a lot of places. Here, there, every once in a while you find another book on biology or chemistry or, you know, microbio, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And you found a way... To ensure it doesn't spread, but you can't figure out a way to deactivate it yet. You figured out a way to make it essentially dissolve in air after a couple minutes. Huh. Alright. So I have an anti-weaponizing agent for this. Depends how you want to look at it. Direct fluid to fluid transfer would still pass it, but just like coughing through air wouldn't, like leaving it on a surface wouldn't practically spread it. As I recall, the fact that it was airborne was what made it super dangerous compared to other strains that could be transmitted via air. Well, I thought it was basically like a really aggressive flu. Essentially. So yeah, making it not airborne would make it just bad. It it would make it just normal levels of bad instead of, you know... It would be Ebola bad. ...population killing bad. It, it would it would be Ebola or AIDS bad and not uh, Spanish flu bad. Right. Um, does anyone have any side plots you wanted to bring up before the proper plot of the session begins? Uh, don't think yeah. so. I, I think we dealt with the remainder of mine that we can for now. All right. Uh, 
Vespa wishes to take care of something. Um, she wishes to uh, reconnect with the uh, the other um, survivors. All right. How do you plan on doing that? They tried to get as far away as they could from where they were captured. Yeah. Uh, basically, just talking around. Um, uh, yeah. Basically, just like uh, asking around, more or less. Um, other towns, um, other contacts that she has, um, and just and, and basically just try to try that. Okay. Uh, I um, suppose that'll be a contacting check. Sure. Sorry, I kind of stumbled there on my speech. Uh, plus four. All right. So this is going to be a one-time deal. Through a couple of information brokers, you managed to contact them on a one-time radio use. Hello? Hello. This is... Um, this is Vespera. Hi. Thanks, and sorry for the circumstances. We're not too keen on leaving a radio trail right now. I understand. I should really be the one apologizing, though. But I don't suppose that, that there's really any apology that will be enough. Shit, what are you apologizing for? Who is she talking to? Just one of the random, uh, random one of the people that was in the cage. If they were, but, if they were you, from, you, they were at, yeah, they were at Havasu. Probably, she probably knows a person by name. Uh, sure. Let's call him Theodore. He was, uh, he was one of the local medics, or like one of the local medics in training. Theodore. I was the one who let the Legion in. Uh huh. So. Sure, Aqua tricked me, but it's still my fault. You've had time to look at Legion tactics, right? I have. You know they would have gotten in somehow, right? We've been around here with with them as they've been attacking cities. The ones who knew, know that they are shut up tight, and you do know they get burned to the ground, right? Yeah, that is true. Look, I know it sucks to to have this weight on your shoulders all this time, but but God, you're you're one woman, and they're an army. This is not how I expected this conversation to go. Look. Even if we had any reason to mistrust you, hate you, I'm sure some of them might because they need to hate something to get through the day. But I at least forgive you, you know? You say, you, you came back and saved us a thousand, thousand miles away. Were there any others? If there are, they've been sold off to other sellers. They've been put through the wasteland, but... I can almost guarantee you that no owner is going to be nearly as bad as the Legion. And of the people at Havasu, we were what was left in their stocks. All right. I'm going to give you my radio. Uh, signal. Number. I want you to contact me if you catch word of anyone else from Havasu. Right. And I know they won't take it, but if... Y'all looking for a home. It's a nice place called, uh, it's a nice, uh, castle town in the southeast. Alright. Well, it sounds like from what I've been hearing about you, but trouble's been following everywhere you've been going, so 
let me say in the nicest possible way, I hope we never speak again. Yeah. That does sound about right. I wish y'all the best. You too. Thank you. Theodore out. And the radio goes dead with a crackling hiss. She then probably spends a, uh, a fair bit of time just at the sitting, sitting there at her radio quietly um, before ultimately uh, distracting herself playing some music. Probably fairly loudly, um, just off, off off her balcony, playing one of her records. All right. Okay. So, whoever happens to be manning the radio at the time, you get a message from the survivalist signal. It's very simple, very succinct, but it's encrypted several times. So, uh, whoever's manning can give me a uh, science check to decrypt it, or a crash check, because you can have analog decrypting software. Sure. I'll do that. It's it's either make a program that does it or sit down in a corner with a notepad for two hours or so. How's a plus nine? How Jesus. is a plus nine? <laughs> this luck is not going to hold out long. <laughs> right. So in a matter of minutes, you uh, did you use science or crafts? I use science. Okay. In a matter of minutes, you have a decryption program set up. It's a pretty simple elliptic curve cipher run through itself a couple times using his own actual frequency as the decoding key. Okay. And um, you discover the message is a series of coordinates about 50 miles off towards the towards the straight west. Is that in the ocean? It's not in the ocean, is it? Uh, 50 miles straight west. It depends on how far inland we are. If you're in Orlando. 50 miles northwest. <laughs> okay. It says, and it just says, get there before they do. Huh. Uh, yeah, he'll... Hey, guys, I just got a message over the... Uh... Sending this over the, the PA system. I just got a message over the radio. Uh, came from the uh, came from the survivalist's frequency. It was a weird encrypted message. Uh, just, some, so, just some coordinates and says, get there before they do. That's strange. She'll, she'll just kind of go downstairs so she can... Oh, no, sorry, sorry, she'll go to the radio room. There's a radio. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, he doesn't seem to be responding. Indeed, yeah, he does weird. not seem to be. That's real weird. Alright. Yeah, I think we should probably skedaddle out there. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's, um... I'll send for the others. Alright. Right. You guys all hop in the uh, hop in your modes of transportation. Yes, I yeah. I our, assume the others are coming with too. Yeah, Chris hops in the other side of the jeep, I guess. Okay, I assume Lancelot and Alex are coming with. Yeah, Alex is. <laughs> Alex is a little ow. She's quiet because she's still recovering. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got their stress boxes clear and everything up to their moderate consequence healed. <laughs> yeah. What's the consequence? <laughs> you used to have those once. Those days are long behind me. It really wasn't that long ago. Long behind me. It was two sessions ago. I said... Long 
behind me. Oh, uh, so James, if you didn't take a look at my sheets, I changed a bunch of my uh, aspects uh, as sure. a less consequence, just so you know. Sure. Anything you want to share with the audience? Uh, sure. Uh, I'll, I'll just change my, share my change list then if you want. Uh, because we had a significant milestone. Uh, Alex version 2.1 change log. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, mechanical, the mechanical, or uh, actually, let's start low, what's built. So I changed the aspect Savior of Robot Kind uh, to uh, fr- uh, Friend of Men and Machine. Uh, changed the uh, trouble, changed for trouble from Raised by Robots to Origin Unknown. And uh, changed her high concept from the Mechanical Girl of Vault 32 to Girl of Iron Works and Will. Okay. You know, she's she no longer she she gave her home away. So indeed. All right. So you get on your you get on your uh, get on your various modes of transportation. The smell of decay and rust is still heavy in the air from that time it rained. Water's been pooling in a lot of places now that a lot of the vegetation is gone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're starting to form those weird dark green pools you see a lot in irradiated areas. Chris kind of looks at Chris is kind of looking at that as they're driving by and like, there's a way we can filter that. <laughs> you uh, need a lot of rat away. I think so. I, I heard, I, I heard of some some interesting methods of filtering out west. Yeah, I've heard that the uh, heard this whole place was like a natural filter for the seawater. Mm. Wonder if it adapted, because a lot of the plant life's still here. I don't know. Might be worth trying before we head out to the moon. Yeah, that's still so like that happened. Yep. Yeah, we're going to the moon. They just said let's go to the moon. Do we have reason not to? Because I don't think we do. I can't help but feel they're gonna try to double cross us somehow. Oh no, we ain't taking them. We can't take them. They're assholes. But yeah, but like, I wonder if the Brotherhood would roll with it. Grandmaster Bell seemed pretty intent on having that for himself. I mean, we can bring him, too. I think he'd be the one to bring us. Right, right. That's fair. And that's my whole concern is Enclave is, you know, for what they do, I don't know. Starting over in a new place, like, that's... I don't know. It seems like a grander vision than than what Bell had. Although maybe he was just speaking in a very broad concept. I'll have to talk to him. Yep. Alright. So you guys continue on? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Come up come about noonish. You approach this building that you've never actually had occasion to run into before. It's a rather large factory. There's a couple of uh robot guards outside. It's it has a large sign clambering up from the front of the building that's adorned in that strange 1950s art style of polka dot looking things and jagged lines and it says Abraxadine Chemical Cleaning Company a subsidiary of Robco wait how did you describe the building <laughs> it's a large factory looking thing okay you said polka dots yes the sign is adorned with oh, polka okay. dots and jagged lines okay I thought the building was like done up in dazzle camo yeah it, it has a few adornments here and there, making it look somewhat futuristic, as was the style of the time. 
Okay. You know, unnecessary, unnecessarily sharp corners and little halo-y things around some of the the streetlights nearby. <laughs> right. Okay. It's done up in a it's done up in a retro future fashion. Yeah, it's a little Jetsony. There are a couple of uh, there are a couple of um, protectrons sort of ambling around the front of it. Their uh, their front windows cracked and dusted. Is there any signs that that anybody has been here recently before us? Uh, the front lock seems smashed, but in the same in the exact same way that every front lock in the wasteland seems smashed. It looks more like a scavenging attempt than anything full scale. Okay. And the protectrons are still active. They're just kind of messed up. Or are they? Yeah. Okay. They seem to have. They seem to have trouble detecting you guys. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Uh, so can we just push the door open then? Um. To get to the door, everyone making either a sneak or a fight check. Or guns. Sneak, fight, or guns. Survival works for your sneak. I will okay. sneak. You say yes. guns? Yes. Fuck it. Yeah. You know what? I'll roll guns. Alright, Vespa is our diversion. Because I'm going to go ahead and guess she's... Right? Wait, no, hold on. There's Protectron... Like, it's Protectron's protecting us? Uh, protecting the building. Alex is going to walk up to him. Oh, God damn it! right. Okay, then I won't roll guns. So, as you walk up to one of the Protectrons, Lanzo pushes one down and stabs it through. Oh, damn. None of the others seem to notice, though. Okay. Stealth kill. <laughs> I mean, granted, I still, roll, I still rolled this for guns, so. The top middle of the screen switches from detected to hidden. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Is there somebody Wait. there? I thought I wasn't a robot. Why do I have an eight uh, HUD? You do have a Pip-Boy of a sort. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it just has the word hidden painted on it. What's that? Mean? <laughs> she, she's never understood what that means. Uh, All right. And Vespa has a commanding position where you could shoot a number of them if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, so I actually haven't gotten used this nearly as much as I would have liked. Alex is going to be like, hey, um... Hi, uh, would you mind if we came in and took a look around? And, you know, sure. if you have anything that need needs fixing, I can, might be able to help with that. Sure, what is it, crash check as report? Crash check as report when dealing with the robots. Sure. Or I guess, I don't know, maybe she just speaks and talks. Lanto is off beating the other one's head into the ground. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the... That could have gotten better. Plus three. That'll do, actually. <laughs> the Protectron just sort of looks at you, raises its energy weapon gun. It The barrel of it spins up, and he just puts it back down. Boop. Welcome, valued customer. It just sort of sidles away. Let's <laughs> just lock in. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, what were else? we here for again? And then Chris, like, yeah, just pops up from behind the fucking, I don't know. <laughs> he just jumps out of a shrub near the door. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I didn't think it would be that easy. What the hell? How did you... <laughs> She's like... She, she, what is she, she confused by? She she and Lanzo are just, like, surrounded by, uh, by, by, by destroyed robots. Please enjoy our sale on... Boop. Nothing.
Buy one right. box of detergent, get one factory free. <laughs> <laughs> Buy one pizza, get one pizza oven free. <laughs> this week's coupon, unlimited free pizza. <laughs> Not available oh. at any Mitch's Pizza locations. <laughs> Buy one, get one franchise free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> free pizza oven with purchase of a small Coke. Yes. <laughs> we got spaghetti. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, the, the protectrons let you in. All right. We walk walk in. Push All up right. that busted-ass door. Once again, you, uh, you find your way into a small office. Well, an office lobby. There's a desk at the front, two doors at the back, seemingly locked, but with the door jam busted to hell. There's dust everywhere, pock marks from the acid rain, the decay. And in the back, there is a single television screen with a green light coming from it and a face on it, tracking upwards through the television set. It's a man with well-coiffed hair and a pencil mustache in a suit. Anyone can give me a survival check to figure out who this guy is. Okay. Wow, okay. I'm just going to assume Alex doesn't know. Probably not. When it's anything with when it's anything related to knowledge of the wastes, she just right. doesn't know. <laughs> sur- sur- survival represents here having experience scavenging the wastes. Right. Um, could I do uh, contacts or rapport? Uh, if you have a stunt, lets you do that. Don't you have good survival anyway? I haven't upped it recently, but sure, we'll do. No, I got minus one. I got a plus three. <laughs> so. Chris, you've seen this guy in your textbooks as well as on screens around the waist. This is Robert House, former head of Robco Industries. Okay. You see him every once in a while. Giving, um, you see his picture attached to certain flyers and promotions. He's like branded as the Renaissance Man of the Pre-War Society. All and right. uh, you, you see his face, and it, well, you see his head from the shoulders up, buzzing through this television. The television says mute in the bottom corner. Uh, would, would, uh, would Vespa actually have a better chance of knowing this guy since she comes from the Vegas area? Um, his picture isn't around a whole lot, like a whole lot more there. He sends his actual, like, primary location was walled off to outsiders. Mm-hmm. Oh, they probably wouldn't know the name House if that comes up. You you definitely know the name. Yeah, you just don't recognize his face, okay. which is all we see right now. Uh, oh, this guy's the founder, president of Robco. Huh. Uh, is there, like, a button to unmute? Yeah, there's all a right. little button on the underside television. Beep. Welcome to Abraxadine. For all of your chemical needs, the modern man requires a modern chemical. And that modern chemical is a Braxo cleaner. It appears to be some random corporate shill, but he doesn't sound happy to be doing it. It's just presumably it was on at all times while people people were waiting in the front room. Does it go on to say what a Braxo cleaner is, or like a Braxo cleaner is an all-purpose cleaner that uses the finest abrasive chemicals to remove dirt from its source? Hmm. Oh, I remember that. I think we had some in my vault. Yeah, you find that stuff everywhere. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe this is all the medication I'm currently on talking, but where are we? We're we're inside the Abraxo factory. Abraxodyne! Oh, that's why they're talking about that. 
Yeah, you, 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 are you, are you okay? You like drove here. What? I'm fine. Why wouldn't I be? Okay, I'm just saying. You drove here. You looked at the sign that we all looked at. Sign? Yeah, outside before you went and talked to the robot. Do you, you do remember talking to the robot to let us in, right? Oh no, yeah, I did that. Okay, was there friendly. was a there was a sign we passed that had polka dots and like uh, zigzag lines on it. Oh, okay. It said a Braxidine something. Doesn't ring a bell. Uh, all right. <laughs> don't look at me. I don't know what his angle is either. <laughs> There's not really an angle to this. I'm just gonna spoil that right now. <laughs> sure. Um. All right. So, what what were the locations again in the building? There are two uh, offices. The moment, there's just two doors in the back. Okay. Uh, let's go investigate the doors. What What does the main floor area look like? Well, and as of what you've seen so far, you've just been in the waiting room. Okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. I get you. Yeah. Go through one of the doors. Sure thing. Yeah. You go through the doors and you get into a basic cubicle farm where. You know, it's very show-offy to people who are brought through, like, look at the face of modern industry. Huh, expected there to be a lot more machinery. From what you know of factories like this, the machinery is usually well farther from, you know, where you take your salespeople and various vendors. Okay, I figured that, okay. I figured those were, like, different offices. Nope, it's very condensed, this location, which is ironic, because there's nothing around for yeah. miles. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right. Uh, I guess fan out. Let's see if there's anything interesting in here. All right. Anyone can give me notice checks or uh, investigation checks. Notice checks. I will notice something maybe. Not ice. Holy shit. Okay. Also <laughs> <a> plus seven. <laughs> Dang it, Matt. Uh, Matt, how? <laughs> All right. So Chris is Seems like you might. Yeah, I have a plus one, so I was going to notice. Okay. All right. So Chris, especially, you notice that there are a number of monitors around that are still active. The typical Robco terminals that you've hacked a thousand, thousand times before through very strange word puzzles. Robco, yeah, Robco uh, just seems to seem to have accepted it had an exploit and just made its exploit really weird. But it seems like every time you try again, the skip button doesn't work anymore. And never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Their exploit is very is weirdly specific, and then it will lock you out after a certain number of attempts. <laughs> yes, it has a back door that, when tried a number of times, will close itself by design. Which is they, worrying in a way. <laughs> they programmed it for a precise number of failures. <laughs> yes. But yeah, you notice that there's a couple of terminals you can hack open. I'll hack them. I'll hack it open. That there's a science check. All right. I got a plus six. Jeez. Well, and that one makes sense. Yeah, I rolled a plus one on a plus five. Yes. So you sit down. You pull open a. You pull open a menu. You see a cross. Well, not a cross-office thing, because it's only between two people. You see a bit of correspondence between two terminals. Okay. It says, it says, I don't know what's going on here. Why did they pull so many people off onto this ultimate detergent program? The it, Then the other person answers back, ultimate detergent? Is that what it's called? And the, the first person says, yeah, I heard some guy in a suit talking about it. 
Hmm. You also see a global office memo from Robert House himself. Okay. It says in it says in no unnecessary terms, it has come to my attention that some of you have been stealing office supplies. You may think that if you are quiet, I cannot discipline all of you. The implants you accepted at the time of your employment tells me otherwise. Give them back. <laughs> End memo. Uh, hmm. So I guess work conditions here weren't the best. Also, they're working on they're working on some kind of ultimate detergent. Uh. Or at least that's what this. At least that's what sales called it. Oh, that's that's good. I don't. I still don't think I've gotten the, the stink out of the clothes I wore on the sewers. Ew. By the way, Alex in the corner, you find a skeleton, and embedded in the side of its skull is a small computer chip. Oh, she'll take the computer chip. With a cursory look at the computer chip, it seems like it was designed to simply pinch the skin on the side of the uh, the head of the uh, person who had the implant whenever it received a radio signal. That was, that's how you knew to do something? Very painful, but not very sophisticated. Uh, it painful, was a... but... But literally, it doesn't like to, to of, of no it consequence. Is, it is a worse version of a fucking pager. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a subdermal oh. pager that just keeps pinching you. <laughs> Ow! That's neat. this is neat. What is it? I'll find some. It's a chip that when set re- when a signal is re- when it receives the right signal, it pinches. I don't. Understand. She attempts to demonstrate, but then realizes she does not know the signal required. <laughs> Watch. Oh shit. Zero 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 one. She just zero, keeps zero, dialing. One, she just keeps tuning up like the radio in her pit boy, waiting for the pincher waiting for the pinchers to pinch. <laughs> Hoping that it still works. He used a very he used a nanofusion battery. Is it on AM or FM? No one knows. Probably anyway. FM. <laughs> yeah. So there you are. Alright. Those uh, are the major bits of like interesting dialogue you found okay um every everything else seems to be oddly sanitized like redacted or like like um not redacted but everything everyone appears to have spoken in very plain language very little opinion in it just can you give me that memo yes i can give you that memo all right no i can't give you that memo Damn it, Steve, I'm, like, next to you. Just give me the memo. You'll <laughs> never see the memo again! Give me it's the my, goddamn memo. It's my memo. You can't <laughs> have it. No one can take my memo from me. I I don't know what happened here, but memos were really important. Actually, that's a good question. Is there, like, a vacuum tube system in here? If the memos are not on the computers? Uh, there's not, but sometimes, like, things were just printed out and handed to people because that's how offices work sometimes for some reason. Okay. Yeah. It's one of those offices. Alright, uh, what are the exits from this room? Um, there appear to be some heavier doors to the back. Look like the maintenance accesses you usually see. Alright, well, maybe we can check out what Ultimate Project Ultimate Detergent was. I'm guessing that's probably what... They, he does quote bunnies, are coming here for. Right. So as you look at the back doors, you find that the uh, the computer terminals they're hooked to are fucked. Doors, doors Just shut. Totally fucked. 
it's 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 locked by heavy electromagnet that you can't really access at the moment. It's not like actually locked. Wait, what kind of doors are these? The door is metal and it's attached to these inside the door frame by heavy electromagnet that normally would be able to be turned off. All right, it looks like we got to do some uh, maintenance. Oh. Yeah, this is uh these are some fucking sturdy security doors. There's oh, some... good at maintenance. Yeah, Alex, you think you can deactivate these? Uh, looks like there's some. I think there's some bolts that go to the top. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can probably do that. She'll proceed to try and do that. You're having a really tough time welding welding through your through the doors, which is where you need to go if you want to get at the actual bolts. It's heavy metal and it appears to have been reinforced. Alex spends a good a good five minute uh, minutes staring at it before concluding the bolts are on the other side. I wonder if they reinforce the wall. Good job, kid. Thanks. Crystal smiles brightly. Crystal start knocking on the wall to see if the try and gauge. I don't know how thick it is. It's pretty metallic. I will say the uh, the bolts you usually see on doors like this are actually undone. Or wait, the bolts you normally see on doors like this are undone? Yes, there are no bolts holding in place, just a magnet. Oh, okay. Wait, so can we just push it open then? I thought the, I thought the magnet was holding the bolt in place. No, nah, magnets are holding the door itself in place. It'd take a lot of force, but you could probably open it. Uh, hey, Lanza, you want to help us storm the castle here? It's more of a fort than a castle. Met- metaphors. Oh, he kicks the door open. <laughs> Alright, make me a physique check. Oh man, only plus four. Your foot clangs against the door. It would normally open, except the door is in a in a vertical slot. Okay, so it it's it's a it's like a like a Star Trek door. Yes. Okay. Like door. Okay. I wrench it open. All right. One more physique roll. If I can get hands in the. Uh, there's there's some crystal, crystal there, there's some open bolts on the outside that jut off. There we go. Plus six. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you wrench the door open, but you find yourself having to physically interpose yourself in the door to stop it from closing on you again. Hold on, wait. I think I got I think I got something for this maybe, and uh, I'll spend a fate point. Quick, before I reference that movie where the dude had the throwing glaive and the one-eyed dude stood in the door and got smushed. Oh yeah, what's that called again? Scroll. Scroll. Yeah, that's right. I think <laughs> it sounds right. Um, I'll spend a fate point. The knife thing from Scroll. Yeah. I'll spend a fate point and uh to activate be prepared. And Chris has a car jack. Sure, that'll do. Which will just jack to its maximum heights. Yeah, you you, you jack it, jack it hard. Yeah. Uh, um. No, it's fine. Um. It's fine. This doesn't seem fine to me, James. So you finish jerking it, James. <laughs> Look, you feel it. It's easy when you know how it's done. You, you feel it run through your bones and you jerk it out. You just jerk it out. Come Alex, on, baby. You gotta because, jerk it out. So when Chris stares is, intently. So when Chris is done masturbating, he gets through the door. <laughs> God damn it. Alright. Yeah, so you all make it through the door into the typical maintenance tunnels and you hear the carjack creaking behind you. Jesus, alright. We gotta figure out how to turn that fucking electromagnet off. But for now, you have a tunnel to explore. There are no snakes. They rule, by the way. Are none. 
All right. Just saying. Let's explore some yeah. tunnels. You make it back into another separate office farm. It looks more recent, though. Like, the tables were more new. The monitors were a slightly later model. Hmm. Is there any, like, stationery around or any placards to indicate who was in this office? Um, yes. Yeah, there's a couple of placards around, and you recognize some of the names from being in some of the inter-office memos that you saw, so the more mundane ones. Mm -hmm. But after a certain date, they stopped being involved in those memos. It's as though they just stopped talking to people. Uh, What were their functions uh, perceived in the memos? Uh, They appeared to be just bureaucrats, filers. All right, so we found a a top-secret regular office. (laughs) And you can hear the typical creak of failing machinery behind an actual wooden door in the back office. Vespa's curious. She's going to open the door. Yeah, you open the door, and... There are a number of large. Um, there's a number of large computers inside. There's a number of big conveyor belt assembly line sort of stuff. A um, couple big industrial boxers, some presses, some chemical plant stuff, and a couple of uh, small monitors that are again Robco terminals. Uh, some of these are still working. That's a surprise. I guess they really wanted the future to be clean. Yeah, I guess so. A few terminals over there are still working. Yeah, yeah. Let me take a crack at them. All right. Science check. Science. Uh, I got a plus five. Okay. You find a video file with a text transcript attached to it. The video appears to be from something, from a a view of the random wasteland nearby. It was a wasteland back then, too. (laughs) (laughs) From From about 500 feet off. In a matter of, in a matter of seconds... Uh, you can tell by the timestamp on the actual video. There is a very large area that is suffused with soap bubbles all at once. What the hell? The um, I have become I am I am become clean, the destroyer of grime. Yeah, there at the uh, in the associated text file, you can't actually find the the actual audio is corrupt, but the text file that goes with it says, "Oh God, oh God, how did it get in my gas mask?" Oh god, all I can taste is soap. <laughs> huh, I guess they were doing a couple of live fire demonstrations of this. I'm sorry for every time I've ever cursed. Huh. I don't get it. Is it like possible like go through the video and try and figure out like so it's just nothing and then all of a sudden there's soap bubbles? If you look real close, the resolution isn't fantastic, but you can see a small black dot at the center and a couple of other smaller black dots moving around it. So I think they made a, a they made a soap bomb. For oh. for what purpose I don't know. Oh, it would be so much easier to clean my workspace if I made a soap bomb. Just by the look of this here, kid, I don't think you want to make a soap bomb. I want to make a soap bomb. I don't think you want to make this soap bomb. And so their materials around to make a soap bomb. Everyone make me a notice check. You could maybe make a soap bomb from this stuff. If you knew how if you knew the formula for the proper soap. Plus three notice. Plus four notice. Uh, also plus four notice. Okay. Sure. So Okay. Just, just yes. 
for record keeping. So, Alex, you hear from way back behind you, near the front of the building, you hear the sound of a door splintering open. Vespa, you hear the sound of a gun cocking. We got company. And I will be right back. Sorry. We'll be right back after these messages for Bakersfield's Fudge. <laughs> Sponsored by Abraxodyne. <laughs> Do you remember the days when fudge came out of the oven? Do you remember... Do you, do, you, do you remember when when fudge was was creamy and delicious? Abraxodyne remembers. Do you remember when the world was not a terrifying wasteland filled with genetically modified monsters? Abraxodyne remembers. Do you remember when the United States annexed Canada? Abraxodyne. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Abraxodyne. Pre-war taste... Post-war costs. <laughs> Proud makers of Bakersfield Fudge. I don't remember any of those things. Matt, mm-hmm. you're a funny fucking guy. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. So you hear the door slam open, and you hear uh, you hear the cocking of a gun. Someone's like, here. Yeah. I guess they're coming for Project Detergent Bomb. Vespa... Uh, draws both pistols. Yeah, Chris pulls out his shotgun. All right. Do you take do you take positions or do you just sit in here and wait? I think taking positions in the office would be a good plan. Try the, and set uh, up back s- office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try and set up some because uh, I think the jack is still holding the door open, and there's it not a lot of co- is. there's not a lot of cover points in the tunnel. So if we stand by the door that the tunnel exits through and set up interlocking fields of fire, then we're good. All right. Do you care if they know you're here, or are you going to tr- try and sneak it? Uh, Chris will try and sneak it, but I mean we have Lanso, so they're gonna. I think they're also yeah. gonna notice this carjack that looks that looks relatively uncrushed. All right. Everyone can make me a sneak check. If you have particular angles, you might get bonus or penalty. All right. Yeah. Uh, Chris is basically gonna hide. Um, I mean, this area is made of the, the a cubicle farm is nothing but cover spots. Yes. So he's gonna take an he's gonna take an area that is uh that is, uh, f- n- like near the door, but uh probably a few rows down so that he can be away and still be kind of hidden, but still have a pretty clear shot. Okay. I got plus four sneak. <laughs> okay. Um. Tell me challenge. about your your move that will certainly have meaning. Who me? Yes. Uh, Alex is gonna be the sneaky. Okay. She's, I mean, she's mostly gonna follow Chris's lead here because it's a cubicle farm and there isn't a whole lot of. Well, she can think of a way to use the machinery around her to some advantage, or if there is anything other. But it seems like it's mostly computers for the most part. Yeah. There's not any Roombas. You left most of the Protectrons outside? Yeah. <laughs> I have a dumb plan, but I'll save that for later in case. But yeah. Uh, oops. It's like I'm in. Uh, roll everything on the floor. Okay. Plus six for sneak. Nice. Nice. All right. So. Oh, wait. Uh, and then I'm uh, guessing Lance's plan is to walk through oh, no, clanging, against right. the, clanging against the floor most loudly and saying, Hello, I am Lanzo. Toppling end over end. <laughs> My name is Lanzo. I can do cartwheels. <laughs> clank, 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 clank. 
Damn, Lasso, you just jumped over some of my buses. As as at Xanarkin plays. Yes. Always at Xanarkin, but always to Xanarkin playing. <laughs> All right, Chris and Alex, you, you managed to find some pretty serious cover positions. Vespa, you find yourself having trouble at one of the spots. There's a couple pockmarks in the desk that your your black clothing is showing through. It's got the, like, fuzzy, te- like, off-white covering. So as uh, you can see through the tunnel that uh, that someone clad in a full black balaclava and uh, a full black, like, wasteland suit carrying a pair of submachine guns just sort of rolls off to one side on the inside of the door going, shit, shit. And he just yells, we've got company. So is he running back down? No, he just takes cover next to the carjack. How long is this tunnel? Uh, 20 feet. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought it was a much longer tunnel. Nah, just a little maintenance shack thing. Something something meaningful to shield between the two offices and make sure no sound gets through. Is he on the other side of the car, Jack? He is. Want me to stall him? I mean, he's going to... Let me ask a question here, kid. Who might you be? No, no, I know how this works. You identify yourself. I am Lancelot, Knight of the Realm. Okay, Lancelot. These are my compatriots. And he'll just list their names. And point at them. <laughs> Alright, Lancelot points out your hiding places. To be fair, he has really low notice, so he might not see the ones that are hiding well. <laughs> also, the other guy's hiding on the other side of a carjack on the other side of a tunnel, so he just sees Lancelot like, point off to the left. Yeah, he, he knows generally where you are, but not precisely. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's fine. That's our game. So what's yours? Wait, you say Chris? Yeah, Chris, Chris who? Yes. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Who's this? Dave Thompson. Followers, man. Ah, shit, man. I assume that he's, name means something. Uh, Not in particular, but it's there's a good chance if he's in the followers, he's heard of you by now, considering you were part of a force that saved... That, that saved the Cuban Free Army. That's fair. Uh, yeah, he'll give. Um, I don't. I don't remember if it's ever mentioned. The follow. The, the followers have like a credo. Um, I don't like... know if they have like a motto or anything. Okay, I'm trying to figure out uh, some kind of like if if there's like half a thing I can say to him and wait for him to say the other half of a thing. Like you could question him on the morals of your organization. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, he he does well enough. He's he's he sounds kind of fresh faced, but. He, he seems to have his heart in the right place. All right, so what you doing here? We got a tip off that there's some chemical weapons here. Yeah, we kind of got the same thing. Who yeah? Tipped, who tipped you off? I don't know. They're real hush-hush about it. One of our guys called him the survivalist? Yeah, that's actually the same one that tipped us off. Yep. Oh, yeah? Okay. Huh. That's, his, that's his name? That's weird. Also, if, uh, if, we're, if we're all nice, like, you mind if we step on out of here? Uh, fine by me. Does this mean I shouldn't throw something and knock the carjack over? Uh, yeah, he's cool. Yeah. yeah okay. Like Getting carjacked. Carjacked. Multi kill. <laughs> Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you put your uh, you put your weapon down. We'll put ours down. He holsters his guns. He he clearly doesn't. It's not that he doesn't trust you. He doesn't trust the wasteland. Yeah. Yeah, Chris slings a shotgun. Alex puts her hands on the floor. <laughs> she takes them off. Oh, God, that's the twist. <laughs> twist, she was a robot. Kid, you no. don't. All right. All right, yeah. 
Um, we were talking with, uh, we were looking through some terminals talking about uh, an ultimate detergent product. Huh. That doesn't sound right. So you come here by your lonesome? No, no, I got some more outside. They're in the lobby. How big's, uh, how big's your band? Six. All right. So what was your plan here? We got, uh, what, what's, what's your, what's your plan? You came here looking for chemical weapons? Yeah. You searched that back completely? Well, we started to, then we heard you guys break in. Ah, cool. Let's check it out. All right. And Chris and him will just, I don't know, start shoot, start talking, start talking we, shop. Oh, we found, we found, we found chemical weapons. There's a soap bomb. Soap bomb. Yeah, that's the detergent uh, project, I think. That actually might be what he's looking for. Uh, Alex is completely oblivious to the fact that this is probably not the kind of chemical weapon that is normally referred to. But it's a chemical, and it's kind of a weapon. Yeah, I think they accidentally made one. There might actually be some real ones in here, but that's what we found so far. So what's your guys' plan for these weapons? He takes his mask down, his balaclava off. And it's actually one of the guys who was uh, sent out to the Cuban Free Army. And part of, he was part of the little medical post there. Okay. Did you get a uh, cryptic hint about someone else coming? No. Hmm. You see him. Uh, you see him wave back to the people in the lobby. You don't really recognize most of them except for one, who's actually the survivalist, but in follower outfit. Right. So you never did. Uh, and I guess I'm just trying to use empathy to figure out uh, to try and suss out like what they're planning on doing with these when they get them. Yeah, sure. Make an empathy check. Okay. I lost my sheet there for a second. There we go. Uh, I got a plus four. Okay. Uh, I get a or a plus six if my once a follower, always a follower thing applies. Sure thing. All right. Yeah. Uh, he seems like he would dismantle it if he found it because the followers are totally against weapons of advanced warfare. Sure, sure. All right. Can, here's a question. Can Alex roll empathy for something else that she's curious about? Seen, I don't know if this is a thing that she'd actually be able to roll empathy about, but seeing the survive, the other survivalist there, can she roll empathy to, to get have any idea why the survivalist seems to think that they needed to urgently get there before someone? Say again, sorry. Alex is curious. I'm curious. Can Alex roll empathy to suss out why it was important that they get here first from the message, or is it a bit too, uh, you, is that you, a little you, you too abstracted? You can try. Sure. Uh, plus three. Yeah, it's hard telling. The only, it's if this is who they're ta- who the survivors was talking about, then presumably you wanted you to find them before they before they did. Also, I noticed you got the uh, you said you got a tip from the survivalist. Is that the one in your party there? Nah. Which guy? He points to the survivalist. His eyes go wide and he sweats a little. What? I I, I don't know what you mean. Uh, is um, this the guy we're talking to? This is the survivalist talking. Okay. I can't remember. Did the survivalist tell us not to tell anybody else about the survivalist thing? No, not in particular. No, we're just supposed to stay neutral in their conflict, I believe, is the real stipulation. Okay. We can show we can show him the pin. Yeah, yeah, we'll show him the we'll show him our yeah. Chris will pull out his survivalist neutral pin. He looks at it meaningfully, and he but he makes a show of shrugging. I have, I have no idea what you're talking about, man. Um, hmm. Uh, well, it's dangerous out in the wastes. Let's say that. Yeah. He's still sweating and everyone else is looking at him now. You, you okay, dude? Yeah, of course. Just here to do a job. 
well, I mean, let's get to work then. Why are you, uh, you seem real nervous when I knew you. Knew what? I knew you. I don't know. I pointed at you. You started freaking out. Yeah. Just wondering why. I never, I saw you once. Call me the survivalist. What do you, what do you call yourself? Alan. Alan, do you know where you came from? Of course I did. Of course I do. I do. I do. I know. Uh, can I do empathy? See? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's because the great game is a super big secret and we're not supposed to tell anyone and we're surrounded by people who don't know about it. <laughs> he didn't tell us not to tell anyone. We have a pin that we showed it. You can even use your follower bonus. Okay, sure. I'm trying to figure out if he's trying to keep it secret or if he legit doesn't know. Like, all right, I got a plus six. All right, you get a fair bit of emotional resolution there. You can tell he doesn't mind that you know about the whole thing, but it seems like he doesn't want people to know that he's one of the survivalists. Okay, that's fine. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's figure out this. Let's find this. Let's find this. Uh, these. Figure out if this soap bomb's the thing that they're after. He dusts off his lab coat. All right, everyone. Let's look. It's in the back here. There's a lot of equipment. All right. Everyone starts moving out towards the back, and at, at that point, another, uh, um, another, yeah, another survivalist jumps in the window wearing an identical follower's outfit. What the hell? And he just tackles Alan to the ground. Oh, shit. Things are getting complicated now. Um... Uh, hmm. Chris? Yeah? I think the medication you gave me is too strong. There's two of them. Now I'm seeing double. No, 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 there's, no there's, there's two of them. There's another one. He just jumped in. Oh, okay. Uh... And they start wrestling around, punching each other. Hey, guys, uh... Maybe this is not the place to do this, huh? Uh, they continue fighting, and the rest of the followers start, like, trying to pull them apart. They're having difficulty at it, though. Yeah, no, they're genetically modified super soldiers. <laughs> what? Yeah, one of them gets elbowed in the face and is knocked, like, two feet back. So, okay, hold on. <clears throat> to clarify, are the two survivals fighting each other? I thought you said one of them tackled no. the... No. They, they tackled Alan, who is the other survivalist. survivalist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, alright, uh, uh... Wait, there's three, huh? I, there's there are two them. survivalists. And they are fighting each other. Yeah. Yes, and they are dressed identically. Oh. Okay. But one just came in the window, and you're losing track quickly of which one it was. Well, um... Vespa just kind of points her gun at, gun, uh, guns at them. Uh, or just tries to, has, has a rifle right now, and just points it at them. Alright, you two, stop. Right now. Yeah. They both they both look at you and shout in unison, You've got the button! Yeah, I know! I'm not trying to keep you from killing each other. I just don't want this place to get wrecked right now. Yeah, yeah. Here, you guys can do that. You guys can do that outside. Do that outside! Do that away from the chemical weapons. Please. They both put a finger up in the air, as if they're about to say something. And if this were, if this were a television show... It would cut to the outside, and one of them just gets thrown through the other window. <laughs> Problem right. solved? And the rest of the followers go out and, uh... Hey, guys, hold up. Hold up. Yeah, you're gonna want to explain that. Uh, what was the, what was the one I knew the name of? I forgot to write his name down. Shit. Do you remember the name? <laughs> it was, like, John Thompson, I think. Dave Thompson? Dave Thompson, right. It was, like, Dave Thomas. I remember that now. Hey, Dave, uh, 
the, the rest of you guys. Uh, hold up. They are very confused, and they stop and look at you. Uh, all right, I'm going to explain some shit that doesn't make a lot of sense, probably. Uh, those guys are... Uh, there's a reason Alan was kind of freaking out. Um, those guys are... Alan and the other guy that looks exactly like Alan, uh, they're all part of like some conflict that's been going on since the since the war happened. They nod skeptically. Uh, so... There's like this, uh, and I, I don't know. I can, I can just do. do uh, we could just. Chris explains the the game of the survivalists. I can give the cliffs notes of that, so we don't have to go through it another time. Yeah, it's, they. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They, they, so, wh- what do we do, Chris? Do we stay here and like officiate, witness it? I mean, um, we, 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 you we can, can do what you want. We can't. Yeah, interfere. we kind of. Yeah, we we but, vowed we vowed impartiality. And I normally wouldn't approve of an act of violence like this, but they they are their own tribe of themselves, and they kind of this is their this is their law, this is the law that they themselves have set for each other. I guess. I and I I it it feels wrong to inter to intercede on a on a law like that that everybody's agreed on. I think it's barbaric, but it's a different culture, and it's like a. Everybody's everybody's in everybody's in agreement that they'll all do it. Okay, I guess you guys go check out the back rooms. We'll trust you on that, and we'll see what happens here. Yeah. Yeah, and um, what do you know about Alan? Like things that you would things that Alan would know that nobody else would know. Well, until now, he was a pacifist. All right. Well, just kind of discuss amongst yourselves the things you know about Alan, so you could figure out. Who comes out if that's Alan? Unless yes. it's like, unless it's a really, unless the other guy's dedicated himself to learning everything about Alan. It's weird. The the Alan we know would never kill someone. I'm guessing he was probably trying to stay out of the game as long as he could. They all take different paths. Yeah, but like, we, we saw a Radgator come up on him, and he wouldn't even kill that. He just chew, chewed part of him up. Jeez, okay. Well, maybe it's like... So he doesn't even fight in self-defense up until now? I guess. Is it like, um... Programming of a kind? It always seemed pretty self-consistent, like... Well, I mean, like, you know... No, I think um, it's it's the fighting that they're having right now. Like, they recognize... No, I mean, like, yeah. Like, they recognize each other and something takes over, maybe? I don't know. We could ask them. He said they've been doing this for, like, generations. I guess. It's kind of tempting, though, huh? What is? Pushing it one direction or the other? He sort of laughs darkly. I mean, I guess. So you, you, like... you told him the whole survivalist thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, don't... So, so if, he, if he clones himself, we could technically have the decision here between whether his clones kill or don't kill. Presumably. I mean, he's fighting with he's fighting with his clone the same way that his clone's fighting with him right now. Yeah, but maybe they'll only fight each other and not anything else in the wasteland. Maybe the philosophy gets cloned too. Maybe. I'm kind of I'm a, I'm kind of unclear on the process, but that's I don't a think anyone here knows about cloning. Yeah, I well, I know what well, I, I know what I've read. But here's those, the other two excluded. Here's the other issue. Like right now it's a coin toss if you decide to step in there. You either kill the you because they they look identical and I don't think they're about to respond 
to questions you ask in the middle of this fight. So if you decide to go and mess with the natural order of things, um, if you go and if you go and decide to create to to artificially uh, to, what is it evolution by selection here, um, you're not sure which one you're choosing right now. If you're choosing the pacifist or the one you know nothing about. Look, I'm just thinking, man. Like, if you don't think it's a good idea, I won't do anything. But I think it might be a way of furthering our goals, you know? You might have a point there. Um, in any case, I can't be uh, I can't be in any in, involved in any part of this as I've signed the pact with the survivalists that I would not interfere with any of their I would not interfere with their program. So far, well, I'm adhering. So far, I'm adhering to the letter of that law, not necessarily the spirit, since I have by have I have by my own action allowed a third party to enter with my knowledge. But you wouldn't have to do it if you thought it was a good idea. We could do it for you. You're you're actually the ranking officer here, believe it or not. He in as much as the followers have that, you know. He ain't, he ain't wrong, Chris. Hmm. So what was he able to contribute as a as a pacifist? He was one of your combat medics? Well, less combat recently, but he's really good at medicine. I see I see now why he knows so many ways to uh fix a person. He's remarkably tough and remarkably strong. I knew he was lifting too much shit. And he wouldn't ever fight back even in his own self-interest or even in his own self uh not self-interest, but Self-protection. It looks like it'd be his last resort of last resorts. Hmm. If you need some time to think about it, feel free to look in there. We'll we'll stay out here. It looks like this could take a while. Yeah, they're both pretty tough. The survivalists so are just sort of rolling across the ground, stabbing each other here and there. So here's my so here's my thought. I would be partial to less to less violence in the wastes. I sincerely I sincerely would be partial to that too. I don't know. Yeah, less less continuing war. If you think you can figure out, if you think you can figure out which one, it, now here's the other thing: you can you can intercede for this encounter, but be aware that there are an untold number of other survivalists who will try to do the same thing this one did. No, there ain't. Hmm. That's why I said his idea ain't bad. There's only two survivalists this generation left. There are three, four, and then. Killed Aquila. Remember? I forgot that. So it's been a while. I took all got hit in the head a lot. It's fine. But yes, I think somebody with I think somebody with his with his level of continuing knowledge, who isn't a machine of isn't an engine of destruction, would be valuable in the wastes. However, keep in mind. He was he when not fighting a radgator attempted to attack him and kill him and did and did not succeed even without him fighting back. If you decide to involve yourselves in this, you will probably come under fire by by at least one if not both of them unless one of them decides to take the opportunity to end the conflict. I am for the idea of less violence in the wastes, but do keep in mind that if you decide to intercede in this, you are going to fight one at least one incredibly powerful super soldier whose entire existence has been becoming a living weapon. All right. We'll think about it. But I think we have an opportunity here. I think you do. I think you do too. I just, I can't intercede. 
So I, we'll go. We'll I go check out. Stop you. Yeah, like he said, like he was going to say, we're going to go check some things out. I personally encourage you doing what you're going to do. All right. Violence only when violence is warranted. That's the question, yeah? Yeah. Check the place out. We don't want this place going up. Yeah. In whatever it goes up with. All right, and we'll see what they got. Show me what you got. I like what you got. Good job. (laughs) So, uh, anyway, Chris gets swifty and heads back into the inside of the plant. I am not taking a shit on the floor, thank you. Well, I mean statistically. (laughs) Not a lot of bathrooms in the wasteland that are functional. Okay, that's that's fair. (laughs) That never gets discussed in role-playing games, but there we go. Yes. It's been said. It can't be unsaid. Some, some, sometimes you, you go to a warehouse and you take shit on the floor and you go home and your parents ask you well, why you do this for. Right. Chris, Chris's dream. Chris's dream is to find a is to find a functioning composting toilet somewhere. All right. So it's either going to be a crash check or um or an investigate check in the back room. Let me see. Um. I can hold on. Wait, there we go. Um, I will spend a fate point to use my stunt. I've read about that. <laughs> okay. To try to use uh, to use science to uh, figure out the most likely place they would be. Uh, that works, but not in a way that it works, but not for why you think. <laughs> oh. So use your science. Yes. Uh, and I got a plus four. Plus four. <laughs> All right, so investigate and craft from or crafts from everybody. Investigate or crafts. Craft. Crafts. You uh, like the craft? Plus one investigate. What'd you get? Plus one investigate. Plus one. Minus one crafts. Plus five crafts. All right. So. So it's a it's a mixed effort between uh, Chris and Alex. Chris, you've seen the workflow diagrams for places like this before. And, you know, back in the followers, there was times where you would have to figure out ways to regulate workflow. And you find that in the middle of all the assembly lines is a machine that simply passes the uh, passes the same inputs on. Like, it's like there, there's, a, there, yeah, there's a machine that could have just been conveyor. It doesn't actually do anything to the, to the uh, thing on the conveyor belt. That's and cool. Alex, you see that machine has no bolts to the floor. Does it look like there's are there trails that suggest that it is that it is that suggest that it has been moved at any time? It's a big metal floor, so it's hard to tell. But it seems like there might be. There's a couple scratches in the metal across all the other scratches that happen on a factory. All right. Uh, hey guys, uh, see if we help me see if we can move this. All right. She'll, uh... Hey, why she'll... don't... Hmm? Oh, go ahead. No, nah, so what you're going to say? I'm going oh, to kind of test out the, the strength of uh, this kid did for me. Go ahead. <laughs> Only phys- physique check. Only plus one. Plus one. <laughs> I it's... rolled a minus two. It's hard to tell because you aren't getting the biofeedback you normally do, and it hurts. But, um... You appear to have strength comparable to what you had before. 
Uh, no change. All right. All right, let's try together. Oh, was I supposed to make you stronger? <laughs> I mean, it's metal. I kind of assumed. I mean, I made you a little tougher, but I mean, it's still your muscle for the most part. I replaced your bone. Right. It's fine, kid. Don't worry about it. You ever, uh, consider making implants? Mm, I mean, I don't really know enough about people that I think I could do that without somebody else like Chris helping me. I mean, I guess if somebody needed, like, a robot arm, we could probably try to work together to do that. Any number of people collectively may roll physique. Okie doke. Oh, yeah, Chris has that at a plus one. (laughs) Push! Remember that he took, in uh, games where we actually use the Fallout rules, he took small framed. Yes. It's fine, though. None of us, none of the rest of us really needed to roll. I like to think that everyone is trying, and then Lanza walks over. Lanza walks Pretty over, much. pushes the yeah. entire thing out of the way with one hand. Yeah, yeah. Alex rolled. So, Alex has decent physique, but not, not that, not on that. Sure. Role. So, so Lanza, you might have had some trouble pushing it, but with the other sort of lifting it off the ground, you pretty easily skated across the metal floor. And underneath is a small spring-loaded hatch that, with the absence of the metal weighing down on it, springs open. There's a Robco terminal in it, and below it there is a quite large, about like four foot by two foot by one foot box. The terminal springs to life. Interesting. All right. Let's see what we got. Science check to bust it. Yeah, bust it makes me feel good. Plus six. Uh, Afraid no sleep. Damn it. A bustle in the night. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so you pop it open, and inside there is simply a video file with audio attached that is not corrupted this time. Play. Yeah, yeah, play. And um, uh, in the file is, again, a picture of uh, a house's face. And it says, There comes a time in the life of any industrial mogul where the U.S. government comes crawling to them for help in whatever conflict there happens to be at the time. War is not in my nature. However, I'm invested in stopping war. So I've created this. My ultimate deterrent. Handle carefully. And it cuts out. Is, is this the... Is the soap bomb is... I think this is it. This is his ultimate deterrent. I think Lanza yeah. steps back, temporarily stunned. Such a lust for sons! Hoo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I love Lanza. I love Lanza the most. <laughs> he is the best man. Huh. We don't really know the full scope of what this what this does, do we? No, I, I don't. I don't suppose we do. Because part of me is thinking we really need an edge against the enclave. Mm-hmm. It's 
worth mentioning there is no lock on the box. Let's open it. I guess it was right, you... it was protected by Speakeasy security. Yeah. <laughs> the most powerful <laughs> weapon in the world. Maybe. You open the box. Yeah, no one would think to find a super weapon in a random detergent factory in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> the single farthest point from the actual front line. Yeah. Or maybe that's exactly where you'd expect to find it. <laughs> Hindsight, right? Yeah. So you open the box and you can he- you can hear the hiss of atmospheric controls, and you can see that there is um there is a shell inside, like a munition shell. There's a receptacle in the top. Are there any operating instructions? No, but you've seen you've seen shells like this before. It's a fairly standard model. You you fire it if it goes fast and hits something, then it detonates. Right. Yeah. But give me a crash check. You in particular, Chris. Oh, all right then. Okay. Oh, I, I think I see where you're going with this, though. I'll throw in. Um, let's see. I'll throw in. I'll protect what's yours. Sure. Uh, and get a plus six. Nice. All right. So you realize a few things. One, this thing, this bomb, can puncture atmospheric support. It went through the gas masks of the support crew. Right. And two. The receptacle could fit your disease. Oh. Ugh. What you got, Chris? Wait, when you say could fit the disease, you mean the the super flu? Yes. They it appears that when they tested it, they they just put soap in the re- in the receptacle. You could potentially put any fluid or powder or substance into it and disperse it over a large radius with this thing. So this soap bomb, the, the 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 thing they loaded it with is irrelevant. They just loaded it with soap to to test it out. This yes. is the shell. Oh, this this shell. It has some agent in it that can apparently that can apparently bypass guessing any sort of any sort of environmental protections, and uh, you can load the shell with anything. Could make a honey bomb. <laughs> I was gonna it's a... We could have our very own stinger missile. God damn it! But yeah, they made the. Uh, I guess he did the thing. He he did he did the thing from that proverb. He made the spear that could pierce any shield. Yeah, it looks like. That's rough. The soap's just a thing they put in there, to for testing purposes. Right. What would Blastmaster think of this? I think you'd be kind of disappointed because it doesn't actually explode. She, she think no. She, I, I want image of her thinking. Blastmaster going. I could put more explosive in it. It's perfect. Yeah, you, a thought bubble appears above you. Blastmaster flexes in it. Fill it with nitroglycerin, brother. <laughs> Blastmaster will always be the best character. <laughs> Continue on. Alex is lost in thought. So anyway, we could fill this with, I don't know, any number of war crimes. Yeah. Do we want to? Well, here's the other... Here's another thought, and maybe a way to make up for a mistake I had before. Yeah. Or what amounted to a mistake in hindsight. That sample from the CDC is in the... We left it with the Brotherhood. It's in their safekeeping in Cape Kennedy. 
you know, where the enclave is right now. Mm-hmm. You kept the sample to test, right? Yeah. Yeah. I made a thing that could I made a thing that could kill it. Not a vaccine, but I don't know, an, an anti and a powerful antiviral. If we take this and we load it with and we load it with the antiviral, we can we can eradicate the source of it that they have, and that'll bypass all of their environmental protections. And that way, we know that they're not going to do something that will exterminate all the life, uh, exterminate all life on this planet before they go to the moon. Well, all human life. I don't. We don't know how well it, how how much it affects animals. Wait, do, do do they have it? Yeah, it's in the it's in the Brotherhood. It's they 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 have access to it. I don't know if they know they have access to it. Oh, I. Forgot about that. Yeah, kind of. We got complacent thinking the Brotherhood was unstoppable, but if we take this and we load it with that, we can make sure that that that's a that that's a weapon they for sure do not have. Right. They are going to be very confused when we shoot a missile at them that doesn't explode. So I propose for more reasons than one that we take this thing. Um, that's what you want to do. Yeah, I, I gotta stop you. We just need to, you know, take all the other weapons out of the shell. But I mean, doesn't it still need to kind of explode a little to spread it? I think so. And uh, the way this thing works is kind of unclear. It'll explode a little, sure, but it'll bypass all of their environmental containment and it'll eradicate that superflu once and for all. Oh, okay. I was trying to keep it I mean, safe so we could try and make a vaccine. How how long does that last? Because, I mean, I, I assume the one they have is still sealed? Like, unless they used it on themselves for some reason? Well, they, yeah. I'm not sure. We'd have to contact Carmichael. But I think definitely us having this is better than anybody else having it. And marginally better than nobody having it. Okay. That's my thought. We'll close oh. it seal the case. <laughs> yeah, do you push the machine back over it? Um, yeah. Okay. It's as though no one opened that case. Your plan is good, but... We might want to take this... Sh- Maybe we should take the shell so that it so that it doesn't work. I mean, did, did, what, wasn't that what you were going to do? Yeah. We'll keep the launcher here. Because thought... it's just a launcher. Ah, uh... Don't, or we if, could, if I mean, you we want could, to do your thing, don't you sort of need both? Yeah. Um, oh, okay, so what is this case? Is the is the case the floor? I thought this no, was in like a it's, a... it's a separate separate weapon box. It's just large. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we can just take it then. Because no one knows what it is aside from us. Okay. By the way, there is one more thing you noticed. What's up? The receptacle is... It seems perfectly designed to fit the canister you have the super flu in. It shouldn't change your plans, really, because you can modify anything to go in there. Yeah, it's so it's possible that this was designed with the with the intention to to shoot the weapon from the CDC. It's very possible. Maybe that's the whole ultimate deterrent there. Well, now we can make it the opposite of that. That's worth a shot. Yeah. All right. Do you think that's real? Do you so you think that that's their ultimate deterrent? I'm pretty sure a bomb that makes everything smell like soap is not the ultimate weapon. That'd be more effective at stopping a robot army. Yeah, but 
she thinks she thinks of robots comically falling over on suddenly very slippery ground. <laughs> Alex's thought bubbles brought to you this episode by Bakersfield Fudge. <laughs> Get out of my head, advertisements. Like I'm just saying, you gave Alex some pretty good pain medication. <laughs> but yeah, it's probably it's it's likely that they were planning on weaponizing that and just never got a chance to before the war broke out. Yeah, maybe. Or before the war went nuclear. Alright. Well, we got what we're here for. Let's search the, let's search the rest of the place and make sure that they don't have an actual chemical vector here. <laughs> they don't appear to. You, you do find a couple of uh, canisters of soap that might fit the thing. Alright. Well, I don't know. Well, well... I'm tempted to take one of those just in case we really need to clean something fast. I mean, as far as I know, it's just normal soap that they loaded it in, right? Like they're the soap you find everywhere. Yeah, is there anything special about the canister? Or is the canister just full of soap? Like it's the shell that does the dispersal? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll just keep those there then. Whatever. It's soap. Alright, so you head back out with the box? Yeah. All right, the first person you run into is uh, Dave. Hey, Chris, what you got there? The the sound of grunting and bleeding and yelling is still outside? Uh, I think we found a solution to a problem. Yeah? Yeah, it turns out they didn't make a... Tur- turns out they didn't make any weapons here. Well, they made a weapon, but it wasn't the weapon that they thought it was. Oh, what was it? It's the vector for dispersal. Okay, that still sounds dangerous. A little. The danger the danger is that the, the the core for it was at the CDC. Right. Well, I suppose we'll dismantle it then, yeah? Well, about that. He looks at you with a skeptical eyebrow raise. Look, I made a major mistake a little bit back. I'm just going to come clean with you here. Um, that, uh, that canister from the CDC? Yeah. Well, we weren't sure if that we weren't sure what the what the time on that was for it to disperse or if it was already out in the wasteland. So I didn't destroy that. I took a sample of it back for uh, I took a sample for that back to try and create a vaccine in case it was spreading or in case somebody else had a sample of it. Makes sense. We left it with the Brotherhood of Steel because they had a much better they had much better centers to keep the keep the disease sample you know secure and. Uh, he, he winces. And that disease sample is now. I'm about to check with the Brotherhood, but I think it's in the. I think it's in the hands of the Enclave. Shit. So however, do? however, I've managed to make an. I've. I have managed to make a vaccine for it, but based. But on my research, I've been able to make a, a powerful antiviral. So more specifically, what you've made is you. You are able to treat the uh, flu. Oh, so it that, treats uh, it. Okay, I thought it killed it. I thought it killed the. I thought it killed the flu. No, it, it's a it's a new strain of it that is would both be easier to kill for you and uh, dies in atmosphere. Oh, sorry, okay. sorry if that was unclear. I thought I made something that could kill the flu. Nah, I like you could kill it with any bacteria, antibacterial agent. It just spreads very quickly. Oh, uh, okay. So okay, I was confused too. I thought you said I thought he made something that actually prevents it from, like, prevents the already existing one from spreading through air if it comes in. Yeah, that's what I thought I made it. too. Yeah. So My what bad. I made I is a, a what I made is a deadlier, but also not quite as 
contagious vector of it. Right. It's not deadlier necessarily. It's just the same virus, but it can't transfer well. Oh, okay. It's a it's a big step up in terms of epidemic possibilities. Or wait, you mean it's more it's contagious a, it's or a, less it's a, contagious? It's a, it's a positive step. Okay. <laughs> it's a step in the correct direction. Okay. If stopping epidemics is your goal. Okay. Okay, I understand now. My bad. I did not realize there was confusion until just now. Yeah, I thought I made something that could kill it. <laughs> that makes I'm the moral sorry. conundrum a lot more complicated. Yes, that was the idea. Okay. More complexity. Yes. Eat the drama. <laughs> Eat it! So, the Enclave... Uh, so, uh, uh, so the Enclave has currently has a sample of the superflu that's... If they discovered it, and their plans are to leave this planet, so odds are if they discover it upon leaving this planet, they'll, I don't know, probably just release it. Cause Maybe, if they give a shit about the planet anymore. Maybe. In any case, uh, an unpredictable enemy is in possession of the ultimate deterrent. Uh, not the ultimate detergent, as Sales thought it was. Now, what I've managed to create is a version of that that is much more contained. Um... It's a it's a step in the right direction, epidemically speaking. Uh, it's still not quite a cure. In fact, quite the opposite of that. But uh, it does not. It's not an. It's not airborne. That is positive. So what this shell does is it. Let's just be clear. It bypass. It's got an additive in it that bypasses any environmental seals. So you're planning to use it to. We can take. Man. We can take back Cape Kennedy in the safest possible alternative. Jesus. Like those guys out there, that's one thing, but we're followers, Chris. I know. The blood that blood would be on my hands. But you remember the you remember the stories from the from the original days of the bomb. The early days. Yeah. You're essentially holding a neutron bomb. Right. And this'll be on this'll be on my hands, but it is a it is a momentary it is a momentary act of violence to ensure that there is no more violence. Not dissimilar to your plan to eliminate, to kill one of the survivalists so that the other survivalist does not propagate through the wasteland. But on a much bigger scale. Indeed. But you can understand the logic, right? You had the thought yourself. No, I, I understand. I just don't think I'd be able to do that. I'm not sure if I can either, but... Well, you're the ranking follower here, Chris. I'll, I'll trust you on this one. Thanks. I can understand if whatever respect you had for me is gone. That's it's going to take some time to decide that, Chris. Kind of nods solemnly. So what's your plan for the survivalists? Well... You going to let nature work its course, or are you guys going to intervene? I think we're going to intervene, but we don't know which one to get. It's like you said, is it better to have a good person fighting, or to have a good person not fighting? Good person not fighting. Certainly seem to do a lot of fighting, if you think that. Too much fighting. Also, Nate, you're really quiet. There's just... I'll leave it up to you guys, since you know the most about this. He he nods outside, and the survivalists are on their last legs, having gone through perfectly symmetrical violence. Right. They're both sort of limping at each other and throwing punches. If you wait too long, one will get the other. I don't know. I think at this rate, they're going to exhaust each other to the point where neither will actually be able to kill the other. Yeah, they've done this dance a long time. I'm really curious why the attacking one didn't bring a weapon. There's a lot we don't know about their code. In any case... Maybe he was... I mean, 
he knew the one had he knew the one was a follower and maybe he wanted to give him a fair chance for taking the high ground or something maybe we're probably never gonna know in any case we we still we as the kismet protector had still made a vow not to intervene in this we can't at least identify who's who that we did you don't have to intervene directly just if you were in our shoes what would you choose I can't even tell them apart, so... But if you did know which one was which, who would you choose? That is still intervening. Um, honestly, I'm not really good with this whole kind of grand think- thinking on that big a scale. Not not great at that, so she just shrugs. Chris, you're the ranking officer here. Hmm. Did you ever hear about that story about the clockwork orange? I mean, there wasn't a clockwork orange in it, but... That would be impractical. Yeah. Next project, clockwork orange. Hmm. Wondering if he will ever... Wondering if the survivalist will ever truly tire of the old ultraviolence, even when he's conditioned himself not to. Or conditioned himself to. He doesn't, he doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. That's what I mean. I mean... If the one... If the pacifist won, would he propagate himself, knowing that would leave, lead to more violence? I mean, that's his whole mission. Yeah, but he said... And propagate he, himself, he, and the ones that come about are going to be prone to pacifism. Yeah, except between themselves. Right. Because that's their law. It's your call, Chris. Like I said before, I'd be partial to less violence in the wastes, but I can't intervene in this. Less violence, huh? Kind of taps, like kind of taps on mm-hmm. the case. That's what I'm always about. He shrugs, looks at you, looks at Vespa, looks at the other two that abstained. Sounds like an answer to me. And he walks out. He indicates towards the other followers that were with them, and they both run up and grab the arms of the. Uh, the followers tend to know some pretty non-lethal uh, ways to bind people. So they run up and bind the uh, the survivalists. Do you have anything to ask them, Chris? Any of you? Hmm. I don't think so. They're they're so alien from us that I don't think I'd understand most of what they do. And also, I don't want to implicate myself in this decision for the safety of the Kismet Protectorate. Okay. You did have a good question, though, kid. He points at Alex. Yes, the survivalists. Why didn't you use a... Well, first he pulls up his shirt, sees that there's no rad gator bark, bite marks, and puts the shirt back down. Gotcha. Oh, well, that was an easy way to tell. Oh, yeah. Forgot about the rad gator. He asks, why didn't you attack with a weapon? Survivalist just sort of wriggles, looking sort of defeated. His edge was that he had allies. If I could look like him, be dressed exactly like him, that nullifies his edge how we do it Vespa is kind of she's she she looks over at the uh, at the uh, the one who became a follower was that what it was all about just making allies what did you actually go soft both sure shrugs I figured I'd give not killing people a try and it seems like it's working I've got friends and they got us both locked up, and I think this is about to go well for me. 
I can't intervene either way. I was just asked if I wanted to ask some questions. Dave walks over, cocks his uh, cocks back the hammer on one of his guns, and the survivalist looks up at you, Chris, and says, "See you later." And he's gone. If again, this if this were a television serial, it would zoom out and you'd hear a gunshot. Right. Um, I guess you're the winner. He gets up, dusts himself off. I guess I am, huh? He shakes everyone. He shakes all the followers' hands, including yours. I'll be back in a week or so. Chris nods, and he just starts walking off towards the east. He'll be back. Dave nods, heading out. Yeah, should probably get this back before you know somebody intercepts it. Yeah. Good luck follow you, Chris. I know I couldn't do what you're going to do. Yeah. Good luck follow you. And he gets back in a he gets back in the SUV that he took in. Mm-hmm. Well, the ATV, not the SUV. <laughs> SUVs are largely defunct. Yeah, well, yeah, or the whatever the I think the Phantom or whatever the hell that car was called. Yeah, the one car that's everywhere. Yeah, it's got a lot of trunk space. It's the only car that people drive because it runs on the only fuel left, basically. Hydrogen fuel. Yeah. All right. Does anyone else have anything they'd like to handle? No. Well, uh, that's uh, that's just you know, walking. Out to uh, their vehicle to assist. You're a strong man, Chris. Sure, let's call it that. And he kind of stares like cautiously at the case he's carrying. Don't drop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> soap everywhere. Oops, I accidentally the entire wasteland. Too much soap. It's now clean. <laughs> it's now the cleanest wasteland. Oh, God, <laughs> The era of the wasteland is over. The era of the clean land has begun. Oh god, it's in my nose. It's in my brain. I'm sorry for every curse I every, every cuss word I said. <laughs> I didn't get that much of a laugh when I said it. I laughed. I did too. I was just quoting you. That's why. Yeah. I quoted you because you're funny. Thank you. You're welcome. I had Alex be confused because it stands to reason she's probably not heard that phrase. Yeah, her robo parents were uh, just decided to. I don't know. I don't know what they did about cursing. The robots might not actually have had cuss words in their vocabularies. The the robot, yes, exactly. And therefore, Alex didn't have cuss words in her vocabulary (laughs) until she entered the waste. This is going to be a side story. Chris, what's a fuck? (laughs) Oh. I don't know because I don't give any. <laughs> oh, no. zing! Just no. See, that's that that already happened. Since remember in their backstory, uh, in their backstory is Alex has met Vespa before. I mean, should have asked uh, Lanzo, but Lanzo did, what, didn't know either. <laughs> but uh, Nave, not yeah, not listed under valid curse words of like Nave and Repscallion, Zounds. Uh, there's just there's a little side story of Alex asking Vespa Vespa what's the fuck and Vespa just being like spitting out some water and being like okay then damn it kid 
Uh, Vespa will, however, um, just be like, Chris, mm-hmm. talk to me. What about? Your thoughts. What's on your mind? There's some heavy shit back there. Yeah. It's kind of a, well, I mean, I'll never know if I did the right thing. That too. She motions to the thing he's carrying, the pack, the case rather. Yeah. Well. You're thinking some heavy shit. Yeah, no. Not every day you have the potential to, you know, you know, uh, damn so many people to death. Do you think it's worth it? I mean, our plan, all of our plan, we weren't gonna, you know, walk in there and ask him to leave. Like all of our plans were, in, were gonna involve some manner of violence towards the enclave. Ultimately, this is the one that results in the police bloodshed. I just want to make sure you're gonna be okay with it. I honestly don't know. I don't. I, I don't think I. I'm. I don't think I'm going to enjoy it. Uh, the second you start enjoying killing is when too far gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. Um, I think I'm doing, and I think I'm doing something that's necessary for the wasteland, and that's right. that's what I have. That, that's that's how I. That's how I'm gonna live with it. That's all I can do to live with it. And she kind of like puts a hand on his, looks him in the eyes. Chris, I don't care if it's hard. If, it's, if we have to do it the hard way. If the easy way is going to burn you up inside, I'd rather take them all on by myself. No, this is what needs to be done. I'm not going to have people die unnecessarily for my own sake. I'm more than willing to try to find another way. Hanclave has access to a weapon that can eradicate all human life. I'd prefer they not find out they have that. Me too. We can figure something else out, though. Can we? I mean, they they dethroned the Brotherhood of Steel. That was that was our that was kind of our you know white knight here. That's the organization we were counting on to protect us. Our protectors have fallen. It's on us now. Give me a little bit of time. A few weeks, a couple months. If you can wait that long, making friends is what I do. And what's your plan? I don't know. I just know what, 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 what happened in my gut. That's, uh... I kind of want to go wherever you go. And be with you till the end. And I want one of us to be able to sleep at night. But if it's going to be me, then it's going to be you. I don't want you to blow your hands. Every day that we wait is another day they could find they have this. And use it against us. Let's talk with Carmichael. Might be a way to sneak in. Take it away from under their noses. Alright, we'll bring it to him. Aside from that, if that can, if that is, if that's released, then everyone's blood's on my hands. That doesn't matter because you know I'll be dead, along with everyone. I know. The brother, the 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 enclave, enclave. That's their name. <laughs> the enclave's only working with us because it's the easier alternative to fighting us. If they find out there's a way that they can take something without needing to fight us, they'll do it. I know. I know. So I don't want to take too much time between this between. One happening and another. We have a way that we can easily, that we can take back Kate Kennedy with no real problems on our side. Except the moral one. Kaiser's Legion started with uh, one man deciding he wanted to unite all the barbaric tribes across Arizona. Sometimes enslaving the worst of them, although. All the drug heads and people way too dangerous to be let loose. 
Um, and it became what it became. It's one thing to shoot a man in self-defense. It's another thing to do that. Not even I'm comfortable with it. Well, call us our last resort, then. All right. We need to find something to prevent them from doing it to the entire world. All right. And again, now that I've chosen to take this, anyone who dies in any other attempt we used to take it is their blood's also on my hands. All right. It's a no-win scenario. She just kind of sighs, nods her head a little. Yeah. Then we, I don't know, drive into the sunset. All right. You're carrying a weapon that at one point could have ended a nation. Call an end to the session. All right. Yay. Everyone have fun? Yeah. Yeah. There's a more more somber tone than usual, but... Yeah. I tried to provide a little bit of lightheartedness to the session. That was good. Yeah, everyone have a good time? Especially yeah. you, especially you, Matt, since this was the Chris episode. Yeah, I realized that when it was the... Yeah, it was very... They had to be the sober one because Chris is all about just... You asked me uh, before we did this about uh, what, if the, what if the followers came in and said that Chris was being too violent. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hope everyone have, had fun. This episode is going to be called Soap Opera. That's God damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's fair. Yeah, All right. And on that note, good night, Internet. Good, good night, night, Internet. Good night.